Hey guys, my name is Brooks Conkle, and as an entrepreneur of 10 plus years, I've learned that life and business is a giant adventure. I think we shouldn't just think outside of the box, but we should strive to completely destroy the box. Come and join me. So just a quick heads up, you're about to hear a series that we did as a part of an event called Gulf Coast BizCon. I hope you enjoy. So today, I'm really excited. We're going to have a cool conversation with, with Tara Keach. But before we get there, I just want to quickly introduce you to the BizCon brand. If you're not familiar with us, you can visit us, first of all, at gulfcoastbizcon.com. So we're an educational company that encourages and educates entrepreneurs, small business owners, and side hustlers. And so we just believe that when these folks can connect, like good things happen. That's really simple. That's kind of our motto. We just think good stuff happens when these people connect. So, but we're excited. So we have Tara Keach today. So she's a burnout. So I don't want to forget this. So I've got actually a couple of notes. She's a burnout prevention and recovery expert. How cool is that sounding? She's the CEO of burnoutsurvival.com. Which I love the domain name. And so she has a master's degree in clinical psychology. Anytime any of my friends or colleagues that have that, I know it's going to be a serious conversation because she knows what I'm thinking before I even think it, which I always think is pretty cool. And so she's consulted Fortune 500 companies since 2011. So super excited to have this conversation about burnout and whatnot with Tara. Tara, welcome. How are you doing? I am awesome. How are you, Brooks? I'm doing really well. Did I get any of that correct? Was that decent information oh, about awesome. I, I don't New know York? your thoughts. <laughs> I know how your thoughts work, but I don't know what you're thinking. Like right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that was that was inaccurate information on the introduction. Yes. yes. No, but right. we can talk about how mind, your thoughts are at play. You're not a mind reader. You're not a mind That's reader, right. but maybe no. you can help me you can help me decipher my thoughts. I can be your thought whisperer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. So I jumped the gun on that one. All right. Well, so we've had, we've had, uh, so two friends of mine have told me that I should connect with you. And, you know, the first time I was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I'll try to, you know, connect with this person. And then, um, the second person mentioned it to me and I was like, oh my gosh. And then we were on a zoom call and that's kind of how we, I guess, met. We were like on this group of zoom call. Right. I'm like, there she is. I'm like, okay, I need to reach out to her directly connect, have a conversation and, and get to know you and learn about your expertise. So thank you for well, hopping on with us. Thank you. And I love your mission, like connecting people. Like, let's just, let's just all get along and share what we know. Completely. Love <laughs> I just, uh, thank you. I appreciate that. I just, um, I know nothing bad can happen when people connect, you know, that are kind of like-minded or wanting to do good stuff or grow or help people or whatever, like good things happen from that. I love it. So. I believe it. hundred percent. So thank you. All right. So how, what, all right, now about you, how did you get started in burnout? Like, is that what you started doing? I'm guessing you probably didn't get your degree and go think to yourself, I'm going to be a burnout expert. Yeah, no. And it's so funny because I, this is the work I've been doing in my own mindset this last year is as an entrepreneur and business owner, like just getting okay that it's sort of this constant iteration. Like it's never going to be like McDonald's where, you know, you get a hamburger, like it's always going to be like refining what I'm offering to make sure that I'm meeting the needs in the best possible way. So, um, my abbreviated story, I, we moved back to Mobile to help mom's mom who had dementia. 
when I was starting high school. Um, left my undergrad thinking that I wanted to work with dementia caregivers and their patients and get my, like become a therapist. And so my freshly married husband and I booked it out to Denver for my master's. And I was two weeks into the program and I realized that that isn't what I wanted to do with my life. Like just that moment of clarity. But I finished the program, connected with amazing, amazing researchers and practitioners, did really cool, like heart-centered work. But frankly, and you guys will probably get this as entrepreneurs, like life just felt like it was too short to be broke all the time. So transitioned into corporate, which was a dichotomy of experiences, like going from hospice and palliative care, academic medical research to working at Charles Schwab as a consultant. Like it was a very different life. Um, but I was good at what I did and like accelerated quickly in that scope and that role. And behind closed doors, these people who were like rainmakers by all standards, like these corporate people who had excelled and had every advantage would tell me that they still felt like failures. Like they felt like they were never good enough and they were carrying around this trauma and, and wounds from their whole life, like things that their parents had said to them or breakups that they had had, or one person said one thing in passing. And so it was tainting their whole experience. And for me, it was like an aha moment. So knowing what I knew about psychology and about how our brain worked, it was like, oh, well, there's like, there's this gap for people to understand how our thoughts are completely influencing our experience. Um, So side hustled it for a while, exited corporate full-time last year. And it was just in the last two or three years that I started using the word burnout and people were like, Oh my God, that's what I need. Right. Uh I just wanted a Trojan horse to nerd out with people about psychology. So (laughs) I used to joke, like, I I just want to talk to people about how their brains work. So, um, but burnout is absolutely like a human experience and it's been really, really rewarding to get to, to share what I know to teach and coach. Yeah. That's awesome. And so you're basically the experience that you start it's led you to here to be able to do this. Right. And I like, I find that really amazing with a lot of stuff and like same, same for some of the things I'm involved in. I I see how a lot of the stuff stacks upon each other. And I think about it and I'm like, man, there's no way I would have been able just to start that today because it takes a lot of, there's a lot of knowledge or experience that you have to have in order to get where you can do what you're doing um, and be able to provide that, that consulting. So that's, that's super cool. Um, I'm also, I'm clearly no expert on the brain whatsoever, but it's very intriguing to me. And which is why I'm really excited to kind of chat with you about it. The brain is a wild organ that we, people just, I feel like they don't, I feel like there's a small group of people that realize it's as powerful as it is and try to kind of harness some things to help maneuver and control. And I feel like the rest of people maybe just kind of let it just run whatever it's going to do. Right. Um, do you think that, do you think that's accurate at all? Like, I mean, Absolutely. Do, do you think the, the majority of people are just kind of, just kind of rolling with it and then, yeah. um, okay. So we get stuck. So, and I like to frame it like, so our brain, if you think of it like out of the box programming, like you open the box, your brain is programmed to help you survive, right? Everything that it does is to equip you and enable you to survive at the most basic level. But that's like cave days programming. So we, it's super easy to get stuck in that like survival mechanism and maintaining the status quo because that's a proven method. So anything outside of that known status quo is kind of a risk. And so it can be really scary and really like strange for people to explore what your brain can do. But yeah, I love it. Um, it's, it is the answer for whatever it is you want is to look at your thoughts. All right. And so it sounds like the word burnout 
kind of caught uh, on to people. Like right. when you use that phrase, people are like, whoa, like, ah, okay, I'm, okay. I'm relating or whatever. So it sounds like you, you struck a nerve with that. So like what in the world does that mean? Like when you say burnout, like what does that mean to you? Is there like a general definition for that or is it different or? Yeah, I want to start by letting everybody who's listening know like burnout is a completely normal human experience and it's part of your brain yeah. equipment, right? Like, like okay, if, you thank you. About, if you think about all the brain triggering thoughts, right? In response to circumstances, then we have these emotions because your thoughts happen. And I like to, I'm a visual person. So like imagining like a teleprompter shoots a thought across your brain, then your body fires up this like biochemical reaction that we feel as an emotion. Okay. So if you're feeling the feelings of burnout, like it's really just your brain saying like, Hey, like there's, there's potential here or something's not working or like something needs to shift. So it's normal. I think, and not like, I'm a little, you guys might think I'm crazy, but I think burnout's like a really good sign because it means that you're ready for a change. It's your brain saying like, okay, we're capable of doing something different here. So I use the definition that burnout is physical, mental, and emotional exhaustion, which are pretty I think everybody can identify with those on some scale, but yeah. Yeah. So, okay. It's your brain telling you you're ready for, so it's almost like a warning sign or something is is kind of what you're saying. So this may be kind of related to that. It's not off track, but I just want to bring this up from this guy named Goggins. I don't know if you, have you ever heard of this guy named Goggins? He wrote a book called Can't Hurt Me. He was, he's like one of the only people that was ever like a Navy SEAL and Army Ranger and did all these like multiple trainings. He has this thing that he says, he says, when your brain, mm-hmm. when you feel like you can't do any more of something, like mm-hmm. maybe it's a physical exercise or something, whatever, when you feel like you're done, he says that you're probably only about 40% done. Like you have a lot more left mm-hmm. uh, physically in your physical being, yep. but your brain is telling you you're done. And so he like pushes through that in order to kind of, you know, be one of these superhumans, I guess, that does some of this crazy stuff. So he's run like all these ultra marathons. He was like 300 pounds and running these things. It's crazy. His story is insane. His story is, his story is insane. But like, is that at all? Do you think whatever that is he's talking about, is that at all kind of related, not related to burnout, but in how the brain works or like some sort of signal? Okay. Yeah. I think that's a good example of, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 please. I, I think his story, Goggins, I'm going to have to look him up. Um, I think that story is a perfect example of how the thought model that I teach from works. I have um, one of my mentors uses the phrase discomfort is the currency to your success. So if you think about a result that you want, let's say that you want to run a marathon, like that's a result. That's something you can take action to create, right? So that's a result. Mm-hmm. If you are not willing to feel the emotional discomfort from the thoughts that come up in contrast to that, you'll never achieve that result or you'll never be successful in that. So I completely can see how channeling like the result that you want, being willing to experience any emotion is my definition mm-hmm. of confidence. So being willing to step into that discomfort and deal with like, oh, like whatever goes through your mind when you're running a marathon, I personally don't know, but I can imagine like, oh, like you suck, like my body's tired and I'm, I'm weary and I don't have what it takes. And who was I to think that I could make it? If you're willing to, allow those thoughts to come up, feel those emotions and take action. That's in alignment with the result that you really do want. That's where the win is. And it's for anything in your life. It can be weight loss. It can be money goals. It can be career goals. It can be relationship stuff. If you consciously are allowing yourself to step into discomfort on purpose for a purpose, 
like that's it. And I know it sounds super simple and we're like super like broad brush strokes here, but that is how your thoughts work. But so that is what, what you just said. That's like one of those recurring themes that I feel like if you're, if you're really paying attention to what people are saying, like what you just said as a professional, what other people say, you, you see someone that's not a clinical psychologist or doesn't have that background yet. They've done some amazing stuff and they right. say something in a different phrase, but it matches what you just said. Yeah. Um, you start to see these recurring themes in what people say. And I a hundred percent agree with what you're saying. It doesn't, I wish there was a way to make it easier. I can help you with that. But there's not. I can, can help you. you? Yeah. Oh my God. You have gosh. a goal. Do you want to do it now? We could draft a goal. What are you working on? Okay. Well, what are you um, it doesn't have to be super personal. <laughs> no, no, it's all, it's all good. It's all good. I have like a, I have like a trillion goals and a trillion projects, but um, let's just throw something out. Let's say for Gulf Coast BizCon to create a hundred interviews over the course of the next 50 weeks. Okay. hundred It's just first thing that came to my head. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we live between two models. Um, and I, I use the word model. I'm talking about the way your thoughts are working, right? So like there's current state that is what your status quo, you're surviving in current state, but there's future state where you want to get to. And I should have used my hands differently because the camera's reversed. Sorry. So uh, okay. future state is over here, uh, right? Stay with it. Okay. Stay with it. Yeah, okay. yeah, it's fine. So current state is where you're at. Future state's where you want to get to. Your current result, you don't have those interviews yet. You probably have like a number of interviews. Right. Right. So the, the action you've been taking to get what you've gotten is to reach out to people, to connect, to ask for interviews. How are you feeling as you're taking that action? How am I feeling as I'm taking that action? As you reach out to contacts, you're like, Hey, you want to be on Mm -hmm. an interview? Emotion. Give me a a feeling word, Brooks. And then feeling, um, it's kind of hard to put emotion. This is so, this is funny. We're doing it. We're doing a live. I feel like, oh, I feel nervous in this like meeting. I'm like, I'm getting to know my. I'm not capable. Like, I'm I'm getting to know. Yeah. So um, definitely, you know, when you said emotion, I'm like, I don't know. I'm just like trucking through it. I'm kind of, I mean, I'm kind of excited early on, right? Because I'm getting, I mean, basically everyone's like, sure, sure. Like, sounds great. Um, Mechanical, mechanical stuff. your question of capable, I feel hundred percent capable to, to line it all up and do it. Like, I think it's definitely possible. Okay. Yeah. What hesitations do you have? Have you had any hesitations? Um, like, on, like for my end, mm-hmm. a hesitation. Yeah. So, um, so I'm super early into the process, but I know there will be a bunch of hesitations and, I can go ahead and I can go ahead and name what's going to happen. Cause it's like, I feel like they're also recurring on any project. Right. I feel like one of the hesitations will be, you know, because there comes a time right early in a project, you're excited about it. You're like, Oh man, it's so new. This is incredible. Yeah. I bet it's going to be right around interview number 30 where I'm like, why am I doing this anyway? What's the point? I like, let's say I'm not growing a community the way that I want, or I have a question of like, like am I providing value to a community? Are people getting from this, even if they are, those questions are going to creep into me. Yep. Um, that will become a hesitation. I can guarantee you because it's always become a hesitation, something along those lines with anything I've ever done, like any project. Okay. So let's pause there. Cause that's some really good, um, really good reflection. Thank you for sharing. So those thoughts yeah. that we can anticipate will come up that are, that are kind of like below the surface right now, right? Like there's no, like I'm not creating value. I'm not doing a good job. Like why, why do I even bother? 
and you probably get some no's along the way, which trigger all sorts of other emotions, like all the emotions that suck, right? And negative emotions are good. I'm not saying that negative emotions are bad. I want to be clear about that. Like negative emotions are part of our toolkit. So you have these thoughts. This sucks. I'm not creating value. Who do I think I am? Like, and this is stuff I hear from my clients all the time, no matter what they're doing, business owners, like this is normal. Okay. When you think those thoughts, how do you feel? Feel crappy. Yeah. I'll accept crappy as a feeling. (laughs) But probably... And I I hear this a lot, right? Like shame, lack of worthiness, lack of confidence. All of those feelings come up when we have these types of thoughts. And I'm not projecting on you, Brooks. I'm saying this is a really normal experience. But you have those thoughts and you feel that feeling. How how do you behave in response to those emotions typically? So typically I go along the path of, okay, I have two options. One, I keep pushing through and taking action and doing it. Or second, you have the option to just stop and quit the project. Um, if it's something I set out from the beginning and said, this is something I want to do. I keep going, even though this is typical. Typically I would keep going, even though it may not be fun for part of the time or there's a, pro, a part of, you know, it, it, that feeling may not stay. Right. But I try to keep taking action, even though I don't feel like it, I guess right. is the best way to. And I think that, that's beautiful. So that's current, let's let, fast forwarding a little bit, right? Like current state is yeah. it sucks and, and it does, it's not fun and I'm stuck. And the action you take is just to push through, but you're probably not giving it like a hundred percent. It doesn't like click as it doesn't flow. You're not doing any prep work, like whatever it looks like. I'm talking for myself here when it, when it feels like a dread or drag, like I don't show up hundred percent. So the result you get from that is subpar performance. And here's the beautiful thing. And this feels like magic, but it's not every result you get proves a thought that you've had. Okay. Every single result. So if you're doing like subpar interviews and it's just not like hitting, it's not resonating. You got not getting the interaction that you want, whatever those metrics are you're looking for. It proves the thought like this sucks. And who am I to do this? you have experience of being on the other side of the model too, of living in that intentional future state where you're thinking thoughts like, I know that I committed to do this. I'm capable of showing up, Mm -hmm. right? When you think those thoughts, it's slightly more neutral, maybe even more positive than like the sucks and it's a drag. So here's, here's the homework for you. Knowing that 50 interviews is a like that you took off a huge bite, right? Like that's a, that's a significant commitment. I would challenge you and I challenge everybody with whatever goal you're working towards right now. Mm-hmm. And we talked about this briefly in that, in that coffee chat, but the results you wanted originally that inspired it, that felt like that, those fireworks, I love to like imagine fireworks when like entrepreneurs have those creative moments, right? Cause it's just glorious. The result you wanted was to create legitimate connections and have transparent conversations that equipped, encouraged and empowered, what uh, educated your audience. Yep. Yep. Right. So I encourage you when you hit that wall and you start to get those flags, right? Those emotional flags that something's not quite right. Go back to the result you really wanted to create and why that's important. Like, why is it important to you that you have these conversations? How does this serve your audience? Question to you. Oh, direct question yeah. to me. So I'm going really interesting. And I'm going to answer that question in, in this fashion. You in that coffee chat, we actually took action on that. So my wife and I sat down. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know who, I don't know who all did, but we started asking 
via the mobile rundown, uh, okay, why are we doing, why do we do what we do? And then, but why? And you, you kept asking the question, yeah, but why? But why do you do that? I have boiled down myself, and I don't know if this answer is permanent or if this is always going to be, if this is just me or if it's me right now. And you can tell me if I'm a fluid person or if people are fluid or if they're, they're constant. But I, I create for the sole benefit of creating, like putting stuff together. My ultimate why, like when I back it all down to why I'm doing something, it's almost like a why not statement. And because I can, and because I want to make something good, um, that's, that it's like really boiled down to that far for me. And I almost don't need more than that, unless you tell me I need more than that. (laughs) No, I think that's beautiful. And everybody's is different. Everybody's is different. But Mm -hmm. the work that you did to keep like getting to the point and I, 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 I feel it like when I can get to my why and it does, it iterates. This is part of that iteration for me. It's been that experience for my clients. Um, like 99% of the time it's an iterative, like I think of it like polishing a gemstone, right? Like you just continue to refine yeah. and polish that gemstone. So I love that creating because creating is part of the human experience and the human experience matters, right? Like your experience matters and you know, you're capable yeah. of it. So this is what I'm given to do. Yeah. That's beautiful. It, thank you. Do, do, yeah. I didn't even practice that at all you uh, this is this is good you're putting me on this is a this is a true live session people are going to get to experience hopefully people can listen to my answers but be asking themselves if you're listening right now um hopefully you're asking put yourself in my shoes and answer tara's questions because that's where you'll get the value personally you know from this are tara are humans and we're going to get back to burnout specifically but are humans um, we talked about like when we're not on a game and we don't fill up to par or whatever, uh, you know, I've heard of this thing called like the flow state and mm-hmm. I've, and I don't know if that's a technical term or just what maybe some marketer. It's technical, was. Yeah. It's technical. Okay. So like, I definitely have experienced this obviously a lot. Um, you know, where you're just, you're just in it, man. You're, you're rocking your project out. You're, I don't know. You're just in a, almost a whole nother world. And like when you experience that in something that you're working on mm-hmm. or a relationship or a project or whatever, Like you want to, you want to know how can I always be in that state? Is that a possibility or are we just supposed to flow in and out of that? The flow. Yeah. Humans weren't designed to live at peak actualization all the time. And like we're we're probably going to get, it's like super theoretical here, but it's a, in my opinion. And again, what mentors and coaches have taught me in my own life, in my own work, like we live in a, a world of polarity. Right. And for some reason, that just helps me always know that if life is going to be about 50 50, then like stop beating yourself up when you're out of flow. Stop beating yourself up when it's less than ideal because it's just part of it. Like it's just part of the exchange. So it removes the guilt and like the the regret of feeling bad in those low moments because you know that you're capable of getting to those highs. And you know that in my mind, these are my thoughts, right? My optional thoughts. Like it's part of training so that you can perform even more highly in the flow in the next, whatever next version that is. Got you. So if you're sitting down, 
yeah, those are my opinions. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's good. That's good. So, so for example, if I'm sitting down and I'm just not feeling it that day and I'm like, I'm pushing, you know, I can feel it, right. I'm pushing through something I'm getting some tasks done, but I'm like, man, clearly I'm not as efficient as I normally am, or I'm not, you know, I'm kind of working on some stuff. I'm taking a simpler task because I'm just not feeling up to this complicated Mm -hmm. project. You're saying that's okay. Like give myself some grace and just kind of, you know, just kind of, work it, work it through and just know that I am capable of better. And that that time will come. Is that kind of, is that kind of what you're saying? Is that, is that your opinion? So two points. So, um, yes, please do know that that's normal and that's expected. I, and I don't know what's right or wrong for anybody to do in any given moment. That's not the purpose of the coaching that I do or the coaching that I do. What's important for you is to know why you undertook that action in the first place. Why is that important? Because that's where the disconnect happens sometimes when we're just dragging our feet and procrastinating. If there's a result that we know that we want and we're not feeling fueled by our emotions and our thoughts to take that action, like then your thoughts are out of balance because the results you're getting is, is underperforming. Or you're going to show up and do the work anyway and it's going to help like um, till the earth so that you can have a more fertile result mm-hmm. later. Does gotcha. that make sense? Like you need gotcha. to know why okay. you're doing this in the first place. Otherwise, it's never going to feel good. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So it's possible that it's not that I'm just not into it that day. It's possible that maybe I'm not doing the right things uh, or that I'm not, uh, yeah, that I'm not on the right, on the right track that day, like doing the, yeah, doing the right things. Yeah. So I want you to give, I want to give you this nugget, right? Like you only, we humans only ever take action based on how we think it's going to make us feel or how we want to avoid feeling. So if you're yeah. avoiding doing the work because you feel like you're, you're going to suck at it or like you don't really want to do the assignment in the first place, like that's the thought to mm-hmm. look at. That's where you sort of like need to dig through what's really going on. And that experience of having like the, the drag is the flag that your brain's like, hey, Brooks, like something's out of whack here. Like there's this thought that's circulating that says you're not good enough. Like, do you believe it or not? You know, does, does that, Gotcha. I feel a delay in our, our connection. So I want to make sure I'm not missing anything. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. But I think it'll, I think, I think we'll, coming I think through we'll here. Okay. Oh, you're getting the storms. Yeah. Anyone listening, we're having storms and the entire world is on the internet due to COVID-19. If you're here, yeah, we are recording this on April 23rd, 2020 in the midst of quarantine. That's so right. We'll leave it, we'll leave it at, um, yeah, hopefully the hopefully the connection will do will do fine for us. So, so let me is everything we just discussed mm-hmm. is it directly related to burnout and how can we bring it back to burnout and what you specifically do yeah. for for people and for companies? Thanks, Brooke. So, what we just went through sure. is how thoughts work. So in every experience, in every relationship, in every role you have, your thoughts are what determines the entirety of your experience. So what okay. I teach, and I call it the burnout proof system. I love serving and I get lit up, like talk about flow state, right? Like I love working with mission driven leaders who want to help themselves and their teams prevent and recover from burnout. Because I love mission driven leaders. I love to get lit up by the big visions that they have. And I know that in order for them to make that vision real, 
They need to have super clean thinking and they need to have teams that are engaged with their own clean thinking that are showing up 100%. So what we teach in the Burnout Proof System, I do intensive leadership coaching and training. And I support the team to understand that model so that they can apply it in their real lives too. So it's a twofold approach. Burnout is just one of the biggest flags that we all experience. And it's something that we can all tangibly identify. So what they learn in this system absolutely applies to every other area of their life. Gotcha. So that's kind of like a, yes, the, the, your mind and things that you're teaching obviously affect your entire life, your entire life, which clearly affects your work life because you're spending so much time working, you're doing whatever. That's like a company, you know, offering, you know, health benefits or, Hey, we'll pay for your gym because it's going to lower our health costs. I mean, it's like, you're not, you're not working out at work necessarily, but it's, it's clearly that's a positive thing for you to do in order to, you know, benefit your, your, your work experience. So that's cool. Is, do you, do you work, is it only companies that you can help or do you do like one-on-one stuff or small groups? I don't, I don't yeah, know. Like, how, I do how does all, that... Yeah, I, I, I do all of it. Okay. Um, I really do love attacking <laughs> the burnout that happens at the cultural level because yeah. that's where like momentum can really catch. So small businesses, small groups and small teams are my specialty. I do one-on-one coaching, but it's, um, it's hard. It's hard to get booked in with that these days. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I totally, I totally get it. And I would think that your, your expertise, I mean, it would be better for you to, to do the groups or to create something that more people can benefit from, right? Like, and I know you have a system or whatever, so like more people can be affected. You know, if you're doing one-on-one, you're only helping one person at a time, right? Well, and you know, one of the biggest ahas for me early on is when I was doing public, when I do public speak and have small breakout sessions afterwards, often I just did a session in Montgomery, um, before COVID, whenever that was, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like March, February. Um, what what year is it? Yeah, I have no idea. idea. Um, that was weird. But people come up to me after after these small group, like a small group coaching, where people some people ask questions. They kind of sit in like a, a hot seat where we apply what we learn. Every mm-hmm. time, Brooks, without fail, people come up to me almost like shaken, visibly shaken, and say like, "I had no idea that I wasn't alone." So like to be able to instill that at the cultural level within a company and to create that level of psychological safety where people can really come together. Like that's just like that. That's my self-actualization, right? Like that's my flow when people feel. That's your flow. Yeah. That's amazing. That's cool. So that's a part of your passion and your why and how, how you get, um, how you get fed. That's really cool. We're all Um, just humans. Like let's be human together. That's it. I, I like, I like your mission there. We're all just humans. Let's, let's do it together, man. You know, we're all in this, like creating this giant human story together. So yeah, I'm with you. Like, why not, why not partner in each other on it? What are you excited about? What's oh, just something that. I, um, I like you have been really enjoying this like COVID hibernation time. It's not hibernation. It's been super active, but um, mm-hmm. creating or being given a pause to reflect at what it is that I really want to create the result that I really want to focus in on and simultaneously to be present with my family. Um, so this is my own mindset work behind the scenes. And I know a lot of people can identify with feeling pulled between like work life and home life. Yeah. So my result that I'm, I'm polishing the stone on what I really want that to look like, like a, it's a life life balance. It doesn't, I'm trying to work on and I'm super excited about figuring out what that looks like for myself and for my family. Very cool. I, th- th- that's, that's a neat answer. I, um, 
you know, I guess we often hear that, you know, work life balance. You just said life, life balance. It's really interesting. Um, you know, someone once told me that, Hey, well, you have to, you know, you have to balance it out. And I was like, no, it's, it's less of a balance. It's more like a rhythm, like the, like yeah. the rhythm of life and more just like kind that. of figuring out, figuring out that rhythm. And, uh, I, I remember when I heard that, I was like, yeah, that actually makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, um, for, and for, you know, for, for me, for what I do, a lot of it all flows together. Like my life and business all mold together. And so it's just kind of flowing it all into one. So that's why for me, that rhythm of life really, um, you know, really, really makes sense. Did we, is there any kind of exercise? I know we went through a couple of exercises or whatever. Um, is there anything like that maybe I left out that I, I should have asked that, that could be like an exercise that someone could do that you're like, man, here's, here's something you can do in 60 seconds or I don't know. I shouldn't have made that up. Absolutely. So two things I want to share. So like one, and I'm going to say it because it's simple, but it's acknowledging that it's kind of hard sometimes. And you went through this yourself, like whenever you're feeling that overwhelmed and you may even like have that teleprompter thought, like I'm so overwhelmed or God, this is so busy or I just can't take it anymore. I want you in that moment, this exercise is to like pause, name the feeling that you're feeling. Where's my camera? Name the feeling that you're feeling. And then I want you to like recognize where you're feeling it in your body. Okay. Okay. Super simple. I know. Taking, naming the emotion sort of takes the power back into your own present state of mind. Right. So even if it's a negative spectrum emotion or experience, Mm -hmm. practice naming it, practice feeling it so that you can recognize like where it is in your body. I like to imagine that it's like a vibration, like, like, um, joy for me is like bubbles, like effervescence in my gut. And then like anxiety is like up here around my neck. And I feel like concave in. So like, Pay attention to your body. Okay, okay. And then the second thing, if you guys, if you guys want to, I have a download you can get on my website. It's called the Overwhelm Antidote, um, specifically just written to you guys as leaders, as business leaders. Um, BurnoutSurvival.com. It's the big blue header at the top. Um, okay, so, okay. And some thought prompts to go through to take it a little bit further. And I, and I was definitely going to ask folks. Um, I wouldn't. We'll go ahead and do it now because I was going to ask, cool, if people can connect with you, how can they connect with you? Is that the best way for folks to connect with you? Is it burnoutsurvival.com? Is that the best, best way to has all the social links that I'm on, Facebook and Instagram, burnout okay. survival. Yeah. Anyway, anywhere gotcha. you are, I'd like to be. And LinkedIn is a big one too. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. And that, and you're saying that guide, it's right there on the, on the homepage, right there so the pretty top. easy to find. That's it. So the first, the first one that you mentioned, the, that's good. Uh, I was I was thinking about that. And I'm wondering if I do that. And so remember when the beginning I asked, I was like, I wonder if, if I wonder if the bulk of people just kind of let their brain happen to them versus that smaller person. I think that takes some sort of that. And I'm not being weird. Like, Hey, you can control the universe with your brain. I'm not being like, like Luke Skywalker. You know, I'm not doing star Wars here. What I'm saying, what I'm saying, and, and I, th- I think we're speaking the same language. I'm saying that smaller percent that I think do what you're teaching, which is, become aware of what your brain is doing, I guess, kind of like subconsciously that you're not aware of become aware of it in the, in the conscious physical, the realm that you're aware of. Is that, is that correct? What I'm saying? Yeah. So um, I just learned this cool vocabulary word last year. I'm going to share it with you. So and oh, I, I have my master's degree, but so there's, there's our conscious mind, right? Like the teleprompter yep. mind. And then there's subconscious that's sort of like lingering in the back. It's part of that encyclopedia of information that's just sort of hanging out. Yeah. There's this, um, we've heard of subliminal thoughts. 
there's this word oh, called gosh. liminal. Are there more? There's oh, no, more? No, yeah, there's, there's more, but it's really, it's really fun. Okay. It's, it's right. called liminal thoughts. It's the thoughts liminal. that are becoming conscious. So, and that's the work that I teach. And that's the work that I do, because I'm not trying to judge up your past okay. or hypnotize you. Like, I want you to work on the thoughts that are bringing emotions into your experience, like in this moment. But there's these thoughts yeah. that sort of like, if you give a pause, are ready to come up. You just sort of have to give them the breathing room to show up. And so naming your emotions takes that, like, takes the charge out of the moment and gives you control back over your experience and helps you recognize the thoughts that are sort of running rate waiting to come up liminal. Love that word. Okay. So how, how do I recognize the liminal thoughts, these liminal thoughts? (laughs) And this is where a lot of the stuff, if I, if I give like a sound bite, it sounds like I'm, I'm sort of being Confucius, but it's these truths that people like humans know. And you, you follow enough people in this world. Like a lot of what I say sounds like familiar and sort of thematic yep. earlier, right? This is just how that works. This is like, give yourself a beat, breathe into your body, feel your body, name your emotions, takes that beat to let those thoughts come up. Like, why am I feeling this way? Like, what is the thought that just sped past that I wasn't even paying attention to? Got it. I, so yeah, to me, that's amazing. So I had my own, like, I'm a person that had never experienced like anxiety or depression in my life. Right. So, um, like literally my entire life, like I would be like, I have no idea what you're talking about until like a couple of years ago, I had my own bout of like extreme stuff happening to me. And I was like, what is going on in my world? And honestly, I like on a personal level, totally appreciate the experience because I now can empathize one. I can empathize with people Two, I'm like, I get it. And it makes me more aware of what's going on inside of my brain. And so I, you know, I think a lot of people probably out there, if they've never experienced it, you know, they just can't empathize um, with some of those brain things. But I think the more that happens to you or the more emotions or whatever stuff that you experience, really cool, which is probably what made me more interested and excited in like learning how it works and what I can do and how can I, how can I hack it and how can I improve and all that, right? So that's it. What, what did I not ask you that I should have? And then I'll, and then I'll let you go. Cause I, know I you, think we're good, man. Like, you sure? like, how can I connect and follow you more? <laughs> like, I'm sure you give that information in your closer, but like, I love what BizCon is all about. This is really fun. No, yeah. Heck yeah. Keep in, keep in touch. I, um, no, I'm, I'm glad we got to connect. It's really funny that it's sometimes hard to connect in real life. It's not hard. Mm-hmm but I've realized how easy this is. Like people that have been trying to or need to connect with or want to, I'm like, Hey, you want to just do this? Cause one, you have value um, to add to the world and two, it'd be a great way to connect and get to get to meet other like business owners and entrepreneurs that are doing really cool stuff. So um, I appreciate your time. Listen, Brooks, I'm so glad to know you. Like, thank you for the work you're doing in the world and the way you're showing up. I appreciate you. Same to you. So burnoutsurvival.com. I know we already went over that, but I'll, you know, just say that again at the very end. Um, And Tara, thank you so much. And we will, we'll talk more soon. Okay. It's been my joy. Thanks, Brooks. Hey guys, thanks so much for hanging out with us today. If you could do us a favor, share this podcast with a friend and maybe rate it in your favorite podcast app if you don't mind. And if you'd like to see some of the resources that we talked about, just head on over to my website, brooksconkle.com. That's brooks, C-O-N-K-L-E.com. See you guys next time.